Hello, everyone. This is Alana Shanahan, the Athletic Director at the University of Pennsylvania, and I am proud to begin our first Power the Next 100 podcast with our special guest, Emma Spiro. Emma, thanks for being with us today. Of course, I'm happy to be here. So Emma is a college 2010 grad and has quite an accomplished resume as a former women's lacrosse player at the University of Pennsylvania. I'm gonna run through her um, exploits just briefly, although we'll it actually won't be brief because there are quite a few. And then we'll launch into some questions for Emma about her experience as a Penn student athlete. So Emma was on the team from 20, 20, sorry, 2007 through 2010. The team made it to the NCAA tournament all four years during her time at Penn. They made it twice to the final four, 2007 and 2009, and once to the championship game in 2008. Emma received the following honors during her time at Penn, 2010 IWLCA third team All-American, 2010 IWLCA first team All-Region, 2010 unanimous first team All-Ivy League, 2010 Ivy League tournament most outstanding player, 2009 Tuaraton Award nominee, 2009 IWLCA First Team All-America, 2009 Ivy League Co-Player of the Year, 2009 Unanimous First Team All-Ivy, and 2009 IWLCA Academic All-America. She also grew up in Wellesley, Mass. So Emma, again, thanks for being with us. And um, let's start hopefully with an easy one. Which, what have you been up to since graduating from Penn? Um, again, I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so since graduating, uh, at first I went out to California and did Teach for America for two years. Um, I kind of always knew I wanted to be a lawyer. And so I studied for the bar while I was doing that. I mean, for the LSAT, I apologize while I was doing that. And then um, I came back to the East Coast to go to NYU Law School. Um, had a few different uh, jobs since then, but currently I'm an assistant United States attorney, which is, you know, just like a federal prosecutor um, in the District of New Jersey. Fabulous. Wonderful. Um, so how about a favorite memory from your time at Penn? Athletics or non-athletics? <laughs> it's really hard to pick just one. Um, you know, <laughs> I lived with nine girls, so created a lot of lasting memories, all uh, field hockey and lacrosse players. And I would have to say though, um, I mean, most of my memories are athletics related, but I think the top that I'm sure the women's lacrosse players would almost unanimously agree with is Karen always had us do a fall red blue competition where we you know, got to compete against each other in non-lacrosse events, whether that be pie eating or dodgeball or basketball. Um, and we really just competed like our lives depended on it. and. It was just nonstop fun. We did it for a week in the fall. And, um, you know, each year that created memories that, uh, you know, I, I will frankly never forget. I have to say, I think I walked into Waitman Gym once or twice and saw some of those activities transpiring and said, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, I feel like there was always energy coming from that gym in those moments as far as uh, how much fun you guys were having. So uh, not surprised to hear that those were part of your most uh, distinguished memories. Um, how about just thinking about Penn, how would you say, um, you know, Penn, the Penn experience, but more maybe Penn athletics more specifically, just sort of impacted your life on a, on a broader scale? Yeah, I mean, I actually think the easier question would probably be how it didn't, because I really, I really don't know 
um, you know, Penn Athletics has truly made me who the person I am today. Um, you know, I don't know exactly where I'd be, but I know I'd be a lot less successful if, if it hadn't been for all the things I learned and, and gained for being an athlete there. Um, you know, mainly I think being a female athlete in particular really helped me to grow into myself and, and, and sort of figure out my confidence and, and who I wanted to be and who I could be both on and off the field. Um, you know, it just made me an all around confident person, like learning, you know, fight, getting through injuries or figuring out what I'm bad at and getting better at it. Like gave, gave you the confidence off the field to be able to like take things head on and tackle them and get better at them. Um, and, you know, I think for me, that's probably the biggest thing I've taken away, but obviously, you know, the lifelong friendships, the ability to get past adversity, all the other things that are truly great about being a, an athlete and, and a female athlete. Um, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't be myself today without them. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting to hear you speak, Emma, because I think one of the things that we spend a lot of time talking about and one of the things that we feel we see our women kind of glean through the experiences a bit of what you've suggested, you know, the leaderships, the leadership skills, the, the, this is possible. And I am highly capable of accomplishing some really impressive things. So, um, and the resilience and the grit and to your point, I think the injuries are definitely a part of that. I feel like we all become stronger people when we have to battle back from injury, but, um, but it's been fun kind of reflecting on the experience of women in our programs, because I do think a lot of that comes forward for men as well, but just, I, I feel like for us, it's an experience it's just infinitely more empowering, um, which is obviously fun to be a part of. So this is, this is always a fun question. If, if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self and maybe some of your, your housemates some advice, what would it be? What would it look like? You know, I think the one thing I think back on in college, I think the one thing I'd say is like, don't sweat the small things. Um, you know, it's so hard when, you're, when your world is in some ways so small, it's like the, you know, four walls of Penn and, and Franklin Field and everything. But I, I spent so much time worrying about a bad play or a bad test score or something I did wrong. And, you know, I wish that like my 18 year old self could have moved, moved past those things a little quicker, learned from them, but not dwelled on them. And, um, you know, really it's, it's hard, like even in my job now to not, totally have perspective on everything. But I think that's the one thing as you get older and have more life experience, I think the little things um, don't get in your way as much. No question. Um, so how about as you think back, and obviously this is not specific to Penn, but just as you think about kind of life growing up, moving into your career, maybe, you know, the person or two who have been most influential in helping you become who you are today. So I think I, I have to start with my with my own mother, um, certainly with a female focus podcast and, and, and century. Um, you know, she she is a very strong woman. She, you know, was a single mom of four kids, worked every day of her life. Um, and, and frankly, she just made me into the person I was, I am, and and you know, the person able to get through adversity to succeed on the Penn Lacrosse field and off. Um, and, you know, I, I would be remiss to not also obviously mention Karen Brower. Um, you know, I haven't been faced with a lot of female role models in my life. I am in a male dominated industry, um, especially I'm a litigator and it's just, you know, most of my mentors are men. And Karen is still one of the most influential women to have had an effect on my life outside of, you know, the, the multiple women in my own family. 
Um, she really taught me how to be the best player I could be. And that included to be the best person I could be. I thought that was one of the best things she, she did as a coach was, you know, she didn't force me into a leadership role of, of, you know, someone that I wasn't like, I wasn't a particularly aggressive person. I wasn't a particularly loud person. And she really helped me to shape, to be the leader that frankly made me a very strong leader, a very strong captain and, and, and a strong player. And I thought that she was able to do that to each individual person. And, and, you know, I'll always be grateful for that. Yeah, no question. I feel like Karen, um, you know, I, I feel like I have the benefit of, of learning from a lot of coaches in my role and particularly with kind of growing up at Penn and being exposed to so many of our celebrated coaches. It is, uh, it is quite fun to think about, you know, how much they've influenced me and how much I've grown in working with them over time. So I, I absolutely hear you there. And you don't always know where the next lesson will come, um, but you can have confidence that next lesson is coming from somewhere yeah. <laughs> and will likely have a meaningful impact. So um, wonderful. So how about, maybe we can turn a little bit to the concepts of Title IX and obviously 100 years of women's athletics at Penn and our excitement around celebrating the next 100 years. But um, you know, thoughts at all on how Title IX has impacted your life? Like, do you feel it in a way that's meaningful or just general reflections? I mean, just generally it's given me and other women around me, you know, the opportunity to compete at high level athletics that, that frankly women previously didn't have. My mom didn't have, my grandmother didn't have. Um, and, and as I've mentioned, it includes like all the other opportunities that come around being a high level athlete um, that sometimes go unmentioned, the ability to gain confidence, to make the long lasting bonds that my teammates and I have, you know, that, that people outside of sports don't necessarily get in the same way. Um, you know, the ability to push yourself harder than you ever thought you could. Um, and frankly, these, these kind of soft skills are, are not just, you know, the skills directly related to and what everyone thinks about as being an athlete are things that, you know, men have had the opportunity to hone for centuries. And, you know, these last hundred years and hopefully even more in the next hundred years, like, you know, there's young women who are getting the opportunities to do all of these wonderful things that come with high level athletics. No question. So you mentioned the next 100. How do you think about the next 100? And what do you hope to see that we, you know, you personally, we as an athletic department, you know, Penn lacrosse, what do you hope we accomplish over the next 100? Yeah, you know, I hope obviously we just keep growing. Um, you know, I hope that women start to take ownership over the next generation as men have in that, you know, I think that one part that is still lacking in female sports is, is the fact that men graduate and continue to stay so involved and so close, both, both personally and, and frankly, monetarily, and they're giving back and, and doing that at such higher rates. And there's obviously a million factors that go into that, right? That men have, you know, in general, are probably making more money still and, and things like that. But um, I think that the pride that I see, um, you know, they feel in their institutions is something that, that I see around the women now that I know. And I think, you know, for instance, me and my classmates are still like going back once this fall to to, you know, cheer on the team and doing things even, even non-monetarily based until we get to the point in our lives where we have a little more freedom to give back in that way. Um, but I hope I, I just keep seeing women be really proud of, of their institution, of their teams and, and giving back in that way. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think, you know, over time, 
I think we've done a wonderful job of elevating the experience of our women student athletes. And I think, you know, you're a perfect example of a, of a generation that I think really has benefited um, and amplified the investment we made in you. So I am hopeful that as we have more graduates that have had a really compelling experience, um, both competitively and just a first class experience being an athlete, we will be in a better position to keep former athletes engaged and and um, you know, to get people excited about, again, to your point, being both involved from an alumni relations perspective and being around our current athletes, but also ideally philanthropically, obviously both are critically important, but, um, but the more people that can have a great experience, likely the higher the chances are that all that will happen. So we're continuing to push obviously to provide a great experience, not only to our women, but to all of our athletes, but critically focused obviously on our women at this moment in time. So wonderful. All right. So I've got some, uh, some, some quick hitters because everybody's always interested in what your campus experience felt like. So how about favorite class at Penn? You know, that's a tough one for me. I, I really enjoyed, I was an economics major and I actually really enjoyed all the classes I took outside of my major. Um, like I, I loved the Wharton courses I took. I think I took all the, you know, the maximum amount. Um, I took a few legal studies courses in Wharton. And I love some of the English classes I took. Um, so I, I don't have a specific one, but- um, Yeah, no, that's great though. As an econ yeah, major, it sounds like you really sort of spread your wings a bit as far as taking <laughs> in everything that uh, an interdisciplinary college can provide you. <laughs> yes, definitely. All right, how about a favorite campus restaurant or dining hall that you would frequent? Campus restaurant or dining hall. I mean, with the sports, I feel like we really only had time to get Allegro's pizza to and from the field. <laughs> um, uh, I can't think of a, of a particular restaurant outside of that that we went no, to. No, I have to tell you, I'm sure Allegro's is popular with many. So I'm sure that's <laughs> an, a, it's an establishment that will resonate with, uh, with lots, I'm sure, that will listen into this podcast. Um, how about favorite um, road trip you took with the team? Any any um, entertaining memory that you took from a particular trip? <laughs> you know, the I mean every every bus ride that we took with that with that team was quite memorable. I honestly have to say that the most memorable trip we took maybe unfortunately was our trip to California um, or one of our only losses we had in four years. Um, was we went out to California, we played Stanford. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure Karen remembers this, this very, very, uh, you know, not fondly, but, um, you know, we had a bad injury for one of our star players. We kind of were like all unfocused. We felt like it was spring break. We were like sun tanning and then we lost to Stanford <laughs> and we were, you know, really expected to beat them. And I think it was just the wake up call really we all needed. Um, the trip was, so much fun until we lost and then it was obviously <laughs> <laughs> turns really quickly as you know um, indeed, indeed. but you know I think I learned a lot and the team learned a lot and yep. and frankly you know sometimes those things are needed to get as far as you can get in playoffs as you know right like yep. it, it, kind of a wake-up call we had to have so yeah yep. now every once in a while the fun comes with a downer but hopefully that downer yeah better positions you for the rest of that season <laughs> yes um, how about a favorite place to study on campus? Any any particular spot you enjoyed? You know, I was, I really was one of those people who actually used the library. I think mostly because I lived with nine girls <laughs> and the studying. <laughs> you had no choice. <laughs> yeah, but there were also those computer labs in Wharton that I that I tended to frequent. Um, 
easy place to go and, and either be quiet or, or be able to work with a partner or whoever you were studying with. Um, but yeah. Right. Um, anything about your current career, um, a challenge you'd like to share, a recent accomplishment, something about your career that you wouldn't, ex you wouldn't have expected that you've experienced to date? So, you know, in terms of a challenge, I think it's probably the same across most careers, but obviously bodes with um, my time at Penn. I think time management and prioritization are extremely important in my job. Um, like as a prosecutor, there's really a never ending workload um, and it's really figuring out how to get enough of it done without kind of going insane. Um, and, you know, it's, it's also while balancing the home life. Um, you know, I, I have three little kids um, and the, the, all of it, you know, sometimes can seem totally unmanageable. And I think that that is where, again, like my career kicks in, you know, I was able to be a, a student athlete and obviously, you know, what, what the time pressures of lacrosse bring. And, um, again, it's a little bit about realizing that like if you're late in an assignment or if you miss something, like the world's not gonna end. And it's just about really focusing on prior prioritization, figuring out what is the most important thing to get done first and, and you know, the rest will come. No question. When I reflect now, I do believe that the experience of being a student athlete at an Ivy League school really does prepare you in a way for your the rest of your life with respect to that concept of balance and your ability to ensure that you're managing all the priorities in your life in, in a way that's kind of meaningful and effective. And you, you don't necessarily appreciate that at the time that you know, you're building and, and you know, growing your, your skill set and your toolkit around how I will navigate life's challenges moving forward. But I definitely think it's, it's one of the biggest gifts that uh, when I reflect, you know, I feel like, wow, you know, Penn really did prepare me to, to meaningfully engage in, in, in finding a life of balance, especially for, you know, people who want to have a compelling uh, personal life as well as a compelling career. It's a lot to take on, but it, it does feel very similar to our experiences as, as student athletes yeah. at, uh, at really compelling schools. So I'm glad you feel it's prepared you well um, as well. So, um, all right, well, actually, let's, um, let's try to wrap it up with this question which is kind of an awkward, interesting one, but what question do you wish I had asked that I haven't? And how would you answer it? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we touched on this a little, but I think probably the most important question is like, how can female alumni continue to support um, both women athletics more generally, or just like these, these young women who, you know, are feeling lost or, or trying to succeed and, and facing challenges. Um, I obviously don't have a perfect answer for this. No one does, I would say, but, um, you know, I think it's a little what I said before that, you know, the more we can keep young alumni engaged, even I think without the monetary piece before, you know, our lives are more established, I think the better, you know, we have as a, program as an institution of, of keeping that engagement long-term. So, you know, one example that the Penn Lacrosse team does, and I know a lot of your programs do, but like we're, you know, I'm involved in the mentor program where like we talk to one particular girl like six times a year. Um, we come meet with them once. We do things like that. Um, and, and those things allow, you know, us getting to eight, 10 years out of college to 
to realize, you know, and remind ourselves like all the things they're struggling with, all the things the team still need so that in another 10 years, you know, when my class is, is, you know, more comfortable, our kids are a little older and things like that, we are still contributing back in the way that men continue to do and, um, you know, helping the program that gave all of us so much. Um, so I think that's very important. Awesome. And a great way to end our podcast. You hit the nail on the head as far as obviously our theme and our enthusiasm around ensuring the future success of women's athletics at Penn. So Emma Spiro, thank you so much for being our first guest on Power the Next 100 podcast. And we're excited to keep you and your former teammates engaged with Penn Athletics. And uh, we're excited to see you uh, this spring at a game. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lana.